With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody and welcome to Beyond the Mat, episode 300. I think I don't know. I'll have to check it when I check it. Um, yeah, thousand apologies for me not being on the show last week because here's what happened. I got up super early in the morning and I went to go run some errands like I usually do. And I checked my clock and it's noon. I go, oh, I still got two hours before the show. I'll have plenty of time to get home. And as I'm on the highway heading home, there's a four-car fucking pile-up which completely blocks not just one lane, not just two lanes, not just three lanes, but all fucking four lanes of traffic. It came to a complete dead fucking halt. And you would think that, well, we could just, you know, move shit out of the way. No, they had to get a fucking fire truck and ambulances and police cars somehow from the opposite direction because there's a fucking median in the middle of the goddamn thing. I was stuck in traffic for nearly four fucking hours. So it was a car crash. Yeah, it was a car that hit a car that hit a car and a car hit the other car. Was and, there oh. still a show last week? Yeah, no, Stra- no, no. Strata and Al- uh, Strata yeah, and did, yeah. Carl did a show on Sunday to cover the fact that I was stuck until on you know in traffic. Oh, okay. You know until yeah. 2008. I, I stayed up all Saturday waiting and yeah, me and, too. <laughs> and then I was like, and I didn't know y'all still did a show. I I would have. I, I remember you. I, I was so I, pissed. I was so pissed. I'm like, I should have just put the truck in park and walked home. I probably still would have made it in time. I could not believe how long we were stuck in this this fucking. Yeah, I remember because Alex like Strada. Are we starting yet? Are we starting the show? I mean, yeah, yeah. For hopefully, hopefully, when 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 the man gets here. <laughs> then yeah, we my wait. friend showed up, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it with my friend here. I don't give a shit." And, but uh. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking that's hilarious. We should we, we should like had like a, a a hashtag traffic issue. And here's the worst part. Here's the absolute worst part. I was in a spot where my cell phone couldn't get online. <laughs> I couldn't even get online and tell you guys I'm kind of stuck in traffic. I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if you could do the show uh, when you were stuck? I was in that. fucking contemplating it. But I had I would have no way to hit record. But I'm like, you know, fuck it. If I can at least get online for like two seconds, just to <laughs> tell the crew I'm stuck in traffic, I'm going to be late. If I'm not back in an hour, the show it. It, it wouldn't even let me do that. It yeah. just, it would not happen. I go, this is my fucking luck. 
I'm not going outside ever again. I'm done with the outside world. The outside world can suck my fucking dick. And following up to this week, um, we had catering, 300 fucking turkey and ham sandwiches and cookies and chips and all sorts of shit. We had to do all that crap. And, yeah, I could not wait for this week to be fucking over so I can come on here and talk to you people about the news and the world of professional wrestling which not a whole lot happened, but we'll get to that in a minute. Why don't we? And get... you have something that will that you have to say that will piss some people off. Yes, okay. I'm going to say something when we get to RAW that's yes. going to piss off a lot of people, and I don't care. It's the fucking truth. Uh, that's been my week. Uh, why don't we go around the table? We'll go re around the table. Uh, Strata, how's your week been? It's been two weeks since I've heard from you because you know <laughs> traffic and shit. Well, uh, I got promoted. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, every time I get a, promoted, it sucks. It's a it, it's a good thing because in the increase of pay and the guy that he retired because because of old age and I got his uh, position and uh, increase in pay and um, less hours. All right, I'll take it. And, yeah, and Alex. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the picture on Facebook, but I got another got, tattoo. Got his tattoo, yes. And, uh, yeah, I saw it. Nice, Alex. It, yeah, I like how it turned out. It's healing much better than the other one. Um, you you uh, mean heal, heal, healing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, could, I couldn't re- resist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it burnt like fire the last hour. I don't know why. I guess I just have tender skin on my left arm or something. But um, yeah, one day. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be covered on the arms maybe, but uh, uh, other than that, um, there's some games coming out. You know, there's you got Dynasty Wars Eight Empires coming out next. I, I saw a couple of games here, Alex. I don't know if you know about the commercials, but the PS4 had a game coming out now that looks like a first-person shooter or Call of Duty, but the, it's set like in. The 1800s, and they're like, uh, yeah, it, it looks fucking awesome. Um, I've heard mixed things about it, but I haven't tried it, so I, you know, all right. Um, it it looks good. Yeah, the graphics uh, is stunning. I mean, I I got a hard on almost when I saw it. <laughs> um, the uh, we had the. Majora's Mask DLC came out a little while back. Um, that's pretty cool shit. I'm still working on that fucking map. I, I went to the Master Quest map to level up. I haven't even touched the other two maps. Yeah, continue uh, to do that. You know, <laughs> I, I've been doing some uh, fun stuff. I've been playing... I got, I got a site where I can play like the old Nintendo 8-bit systems and 16. You know, they got all the classic consoles. And I'd be playing some of the games that the angry video game nerd had reviewed on his show. And I gotta agree with him. They fucking they're fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, how could we play that kind of shit well, back like in the back day? then back then there was like no filter. It's like, you know, reviews weren't for video games weren't a big thing. And uh, that and there just wasn't really a quality standard for like video games. So you got some really good games and you got some really fucking horrible games because, I mean, and when you're a kid, you don't even really know. You're just like, 
Well, it's a video game. Okay, I'm gonna play it, and you're like, oh, this is really hard. But you don't realize how fucking terrible and uh, and just horrible the game is till you grow up and you go back and play it, and it's just, oh my god, this is awful. But yeah, I mean, that's that's how it is with a lot of old games. Some of them are great, some of them are awful, and then there's and, and there were like games, them. Alex, that were uh, not available in the U.S. Like uh, I gotta bring up Dracula. Uh, Castlevania Dracula X, or as it's called in Japan, Rondo of Blood. Well, on a PC, on a PC yeah, that's, engine. that's available now. Technically, you know what the, that was kind of, sort of available. Um, if you had the means, you know what to the PC it. engine stuff is. The P, when it was on a disc, I think, yeah. and the game looked like uh, it was a complete other version of that that was in US and in Europe. Because in that PC Engine thing, it looked like they had cutscenes that were like an animated manga stuff. Well, and I think that was the route that they were going with that, because that was when CD technology was just starting to get big. And mm -hmm. You can get Rondo of Blood, or whatever version that is, on the Super Nintendo, because there is a... Uh, I don't want to say a hack, but there is a cartridge port, and... Yeah, I remember playing it, but I couldn't tell you how the fuck I got access to it. Hmm. It's you know, you know yeah. what I always liked about the uh, the Castlevania games because the music had such an impact. The music were awesome in those games, and the feeling it was creepy, and were they, when you hit them with the whip or something, you you could see the blood or something. It was very R-rated stuff back in the day. And, uh, I mean, I was growing up with those games when I was young, and I was growing up with the Mega Man. I love the Mega Man series. Did you like the Mega Man series? I was half and yeah. half on Mega Man. I mean... You, you oh. motherfucker. <laughs> you just... <laughs> when, so, when someone asked you if, you're, if you like Mega Man, you say hell yes. No, I was half and half on Mega Man, because by Mega Man 3 I went, huh, <laughs> it's did the same play, thing. Did you play Mega Man X? Yes. Okay, that's all that matters, because the, the original Mega Man series doesn't hold a candle to the Mega Man X series. H have, one, have any one of you I seen... I played Mega Man X until 7. Then I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, have 7, seven you... was, like, atrocious. Eight, 8 brought it back, though, if you ever get a chance to try it. I gotta say that uh, one of the best game music in the 8-bit system for Mega Man was the Mega Man 2, when the opening, that was kind of awesome. That mu that intro music. Well, oh, yeah. And and the and the series that they did, they had like in one series in U.S. and in Japan where there was Mega Man, and in in Japan he's called Rock uh, Rockman. And this, the animated series that the the Japanese did was totally like light years better than the series that the cartoon series that you saw in U.S. Because in in uh, in rock the rocket man rock man that was really Mega Man. He didn't look like a uh, a human I'm being. About like the Ruby the... Spears cartoon here because I really like that American cartoon. Uh, have you have seen you... the rock rock man animated from Japan? There's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of rock man cartoons. Yeah, yeah, I love that. There's tons of them. Since we're on the topic of video games, I'm going to piss off another group of people. Um, <laughs> has anybody played the new Smash Brothers at all? Absolutely. Do you think it's better than Melee? Uh, well, I was never... The, the correct answer is no. <laughs> I was never a big fan of... Well, I mean, I enjoyed Melee when it was out, but 
I mean, I've enjoyed everything after more. I'm uh, not a fan. <laughs> I uh, I got me a copy, and I'm like, you know, nothing's really changed, and the things that they have done, it's just ah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe you should go back and try melee and see again and see if it's just nostalgia or whatever. I don't know what it is. I just think it's the fact that I, I turn the game on and I go, oh look, it's Mugen. So you start oh. off with like 900 characters. <laughs> it's like, but, oh. No, okay. I, I, I definitely prefer it to Melee just because it's it's a little bit more relaxed and um, but it's still it's still um deep enough but it's a little bit more relaxed and and there's just uh maybe i'm just pissed that there's no story mode yeah uh yeah well i mean they 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 put a lot of work into this game and they don't really have time to put in a story oh i know they put a lot of work in the game but i'm going so it's more so a party game not really sure that's gonna suit my needs if it's a party game (laughs) I'm going to go back to Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> I'm biased. It's, what can I say? Let, let's, let, let us segue into the first bit of news, DM. Yeah, there is. Fuck the news at this point. Just. <laughs> no, I, I was humming, humming the Samoa Joe. Do, 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 do. Yeah, he ain't coming to WWE. What's so fucking ever? I can almost guarantee that. Why don't we get into the news of the goddamn week? And speaking of Samoa Joe, we were actually talking about him just a second ago. Uh, but get this! Uh, if you don't think that TNA is in deep shit, uh, well, this might be the, uh, the final nail. Samoa Joe leaving TNA. Word is that the two sides negotiated and tried to come to terms on a new deal up until the end, and things remained friendly between Joe and the company. The situation was described similar to the one that led AJ Styles leaving in 2013, where TNA was unable to match what Joe had been making. TNA made their final offer and left things up to Joe. When he decided to leave, TNA officials made it clear to Joe that there was no heat on him and the door would be open for a future return. Another lesser-known factor... It had to do with Joe's departure is the company looking to invest more in newer talents coming in. Initial reaction to Joe leaving TNA among the other wrestlers is that they are very down because Joe and the company couldn't come to terms on the new deal, according to PW Insider. Joe had always been seen as a leader in the locker room and was very well liked by most everyone. Joe's departure is leaving a hole in the roster similar to the one left when AJ Styles and TNA parted ways. Um... I don't want to say that this is shocking news, but I have been waiting for this since 2014. Samoa Joe is gone from TNA, and the rumors that I heard that he might be going back to Japan, he might be going back to ROH, which is where AJ Styles and John Kazarian and Christopher Daniels are, and... PWG. PWG. Samoa Joe's going to end up anywhere but TNA, and I hate to say it, he ain't ending up in WWE. I heard, I read something that Triple H might have a liking in him. Uh, yeah, because he's 46 years old, you know, on, over the hill. Uh, uh, he's 30, I think he's 35. I don't uh, know. Same, he's as old as I am. I so. don't think Joe's going to bring anything to WWE, because if they're going to get Joe, they should have got Styles. 
Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just saying, but I think they're they're past that point where now it's a nostalgia act, and I think Joe, his style, his mentality, I think he's better for ROH in Japan, same as AJ. You know, mm. it's a little too little too late. Uh, TNA wants to push newer, younger talent. They should have did that eight years ago. Uh, Joe is gone. And, you know, if Joe leaving gets them five new people, great. If it gets them two, bad. Uh, I guess I'm just kind of uh, nihilistic on this whole thing. I just not that I don't care, but Joe's going to be fine. He's going to end up in somewhere else. I think last year when we were two years ago when AJ Styles left, he was still the champion. I want to know who was in the boardroom and said, let's make AJ Styles a champion. Well, how do we pay him? We'll worry about that when we get to it. Do you know, damn, if WWE or Triple H or whatever, if they could uh, make him a deal, you know, like an RVD type of deal, like a special attraction deal. That would be a waste. Okay. I personally think everyone right now is going, you know, we spent like 80 billion fucking dollars on Brock Lesnar and um, not really getting our return investment back. Let's do, that. Let's, let's do that with Samoa Joe, except half the people know who he is and it's not Brock Lesnar. Would you like to see him in ROH, DM, and Alex? Joe can do whatever the fuck he wants. I... Would you like to see him? Personally. Me? Where? Yeah. Do you know Samoa? Do you know who Samoa yeah, Joe I know. is? Where are you at? Uh, where, where do you? Where are you asking me if I want? Would to you see like him? to see him in Dhabi Dhabi? Uh, sure. Why not? I mean, I, I'm not like immediately gonna like she like please bring him over, but I I wouldn't mind. Hmm. And the M? I would have liked to have seen Joe eight years ago. But, you know, where, when he was fit and, like, in 275. Well, no, it had nothing to do with him being fit. I just think it's... What are they going to do with him? Pair him with the Usos? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I God. I mean, really? I mean, what what are they going to do with Samoa Joe? If he's 35, that means he's got five years left before he retires at 40. Uh, isn't Not he really Cena? worth my time. Isn't he friends with Cena? I don't know. He might be. I yeah. don't know if they've ever hooked up or. Yeah, I like heard that, something. But... He, te- he he said something like in a in a shooting with Punk in two thousand four. I personally something. think WWE is needs needs to focus on talent for tomorrow. New fresh talent, young talent, and not talent for right now. Okay. Because they get Samoa Joe in, yeah, he's gonna yeah, whatever, but and when we'll talk about NXT. We'll talk about NXT, but the talent in NXT is for tomorrow. Mm. If we get talent for today, that ain't gonna last, mm. and which is kind of proof in the pudding. Well, if 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 it turns around, then uh, can can Joe work in New Japan? Oh, he's going to back to New Japan. He's going to. I'm telling you this right now. He is going to be signing up with Global Force Wrestling, and he's going to go back to Japan and do Wrestle Kingdom, or go Ooh, back God. or go back to Ring of Honor and do the Invasion Attack. Or that's exactly what Samoa Joe's going to do. That that's the invasion attack that New Japan that show. That's where AJ Styles appeared the first time and did the Styles clash on Okada when he was the champion. Yeah, that is exactly what they're going. They can to book do. it like that. He's a mystery guy that shows up 
and hits something on Styles or or anybody. Like, oh shit, and the Japanese community go, I'm not talking about Samoa, yo! You know, that, that's exactly what they're going to do. That's, that's how they're going to use Samoa Joe. And it's a smart, smart move to use Joe in that facet because... Like a hitman. Not, not a hitman, just, you know, AJ Styles comes back to ROH, I hate this company, this company can suck my dick, I'm IWGP champion. Enter Joe, it writes itself, there you go. By the way, uh, I just got to mention this real quick. Ten. Go ahead, you, you talk first. Yeah. Uh, that that's the match you were talking about. Like they they can book it right for next year. Joe versus Styles for the title Wrestle Kingdom ten main event. Well, I don't think. He, well, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Alex. Oh, I was just gonna read. Um, you you know how China's been talking mad shit lately. Yeah, I. That's the one thing I didn't put on the news. But yeah, go ahead. This is uh, good. This is good. Well, this is brand new recent this particular message like i mean of course she said you know the stuff she said in the past she said uh triple h was disrespectful to me then she then he doesn't give a shit then he said or then she says triple h hit me and they still don't give a shit and now she's saying uh trust me hunter we don't want to talk start talking about little boys do we so it's like what the fuck is that supposed to mean is she calling him a pedophile now damn she she's looking for some serious attention and she's Burning all bridges. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin's fault because China would not have even been on Twitter if he wouldn't have brought her up at the fucking podcast. You know, and she was living in Japan in total anonymity. Nobody didn't know where she was or anything. She was behind uh, off the grid, and that question came up uh, on on the show. And I wouldn't have minded her in the Hall of Fame either, but it's like. Now she's just acting like a crazy bitch. I don't, that we little boys. It maybe they had like a kid that we didn't know about. It could be that, but everybody's taking it as like some kind of pedophile thing. I, <laughs> I think China's just lashing out, just trying to bury Triple H because the bitch can't get over the fact that he dumped her. I'm sorry, you got dumped for Stephanie McMahon. Take that as a fucking compliment. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the way it happened was a little... Uh, but, I mean, it has been a long time. I think it's time to... I mean, Matt Hardy and Edge, you know, were able to hash it out. China, just swallow your pride and get over it. You know, and then you had X-Pac who said, well, yeah, Triple H never hit her. He pushed her out of the way, but he never actually, you know, hit her, you know, as far as as I'm concerned and, you know, blah, blah. The whole Triple H China story is going to be just one of those urban legend myths that, you know, whether you, no matter whose side of the fence you're on, here's how you look at it. Who's working? Who's not? Enough said. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. China, when she got fired, could have easily went to another indie promotion, but no, she decided to do porn. Her choice. Just saying. Let me know we yeah, hold back, Famer. Back towards China. Yeah, back towards China. Uh, Jake the Snake. WWE Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts recently spoke to the Nerd Repository about possibly returning to the WWE ring. At his age, I'm not sure, but uh, give him the benefit of the doubt. I hope so. I'm going to talk to Vince about it at WrestleMania. I would like my last match forever to be at WrestleMania next year in Dallas, Texas. Another reason for you to go. 
I would love to be on that show. I would want to go out and give it my best. I'd be in much better shape than I probably was at the end of my career. We can hope. Roberts also discussed a possible opponent for the final match. Bray Wyatt. I'd like to be in a situation where it would help him. I can think of a thousand scenarios. Ideally, it would be something with Bray Wyatt. But he doesn't need Jake Roberts. So it's got to be somebody that's on the way up. That needs a little extra oomph like Steve Austin did. And we'll see if I can help them out. Maybe it could be a situation where the winner must use a DDT. From that point on, they're the master of the DDT. How about that? Uh, not quite sure if that's the route. Dean Ambrose? Uh, no, he's already up. Uh, mm. It's got to be somebody on NXT that is coming up and that will use that momentum going forward. That mm. would be my guess. And no, it ain't Steen. <laughs> uh, and it ain't called Cabana either. It definitely won't be called Cabana. So Jake wants one more match at WrestleMania. Fuck it, just give it to him. Would you like to? Would you pay to see him? Yes, one. I would. Jake the Snake, man, come on. Whether you hate him or love him, he's Jake the fucking Snake Roberts. Do you think that he could still cut a good promo that could get? Yes. Yes, this is Jake, again, this is Jake the Snake Roberts. I saw this guy, I don't want to say I mean, if if everything goes right, it sounds like WrestleMania 32 is going to have the best. Like the best ever. card in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean you've, got, you've got the possibility of Austin coming back because he's getting in shape and everybody's like, dude, it's going to be in Dallas, he wants to have his, you know, one more match in, in Texas, and then you've got Jake the Snake. And then you've got Undertaker possibly having his last match. For the eighth and- time. <laughs> <laughs> How about Steve Austin versus Undertaker, the, f- the final showing? Well, they'll both so break. Th- <laughs> as much yeah. as I would have loved to have seen that, I don't think Undertaker has enough uh, uh, WrestleManias left in him to do that. I think he probably retires at 32. If he doesn't, sure, go after Austin. But... You know, uh, that you were saying this, DM, that they are looking far ahead from 31 and to 32. They've already <laughs> given up on 31. I don't care what you say. They have given up on 31 because they know, fuck. <laughs> hey, WrestleMania 32 is just around the corner. Yeah, they're already <laughs> focusing on 32. They're done with 31. They haven't even gotten there yet. So, but back on topic, Jake Roberts in the ring one more time. Cutting promos one more time. Yes. And then here's what you do. You make him a writer. Or agent. No, you make him a writer. You say, Jake, we're going to put you in either NXT or SmackDown or Raw. Pick one. It's yours. Fuck NXT. They're fine. Put them on on SmackDown or something. Okay, put them on SmackDown. Put them on Raw and say, Jake, just just write shit. Can he write? Do whatever you want. He was supposed he was a writer. And then he left for WCW. Because mm. um, I think they released him. It's on, it's on his DVD. Um, you, know what's, you know what's cool with Jake the Snake? When he cuts his promos, he doesn't yell or anything. He doesn't need he, to. Yeah, he talks with a calm voice that gives you that, that feeling that your hair is standing up on end. You know, he, you, you get, and he has that cold eyes, you know, 
That's the truth, my man. Jake the Snake is one of those guys that was able to go through the TV and grab you without doing anything. Bray is getting there. Mm. He's getting a little odd now in his promos, and we'll get to that when we get to uh, to Raw. Apparently he was sick and vomited in the ring. Yeah, Yeah, and there's there's no secret to him that Jake the Snake was the master of psychology. Uh, Yeah, he definitely... Uh, here we go. Um, <laughs> WWE's Dr. Chris Amon fired a, filed a defamation lawsuit against Alex's favorite, CM Punk and Cole Cabana for comments made during their Art of Wrestling podcast made back during Thanksgiving weekend. Amon is seeking more than a million dollars in compensatory damages as well as undetermined amount of punitive damage. Pet damages. He claims the statements made by Colt, Cabana, and Punk were false, defamatory, and put him in a false light by insinuating a lack of integrity and or inability or lack of competence to perform his professional duties as a medical doctor. Amon's suit includes a detailed transcript of the podcast. The suit also points out that the podcast had been stemmed more than 1 million times on YouTube and more than 10,000 times on SoundCloud in addition to downloads on other platforms. Punk claimed on the podcast that Amon misdiagnosed a growth on his back as a fatty deposit and disregarded requests to remove it. Then he said later found out from another doctor that it was a full-blown MRSA staph infection. The lawsuit says Amon was not requested by Brooks to treat and or exercise a lump, let alone a purple ball-sized lump. Also alleging that Punk never sought treatment for or showed Amon a lump and that Amon never prescribed Punk antibiotics for a lump or concussion. Punk claimed that Amon once prescribed him antibiotics for a concussion, but he said he didn't know how to treat a concussion. Punk also claimed that during the Royal Rumble last year, he mentioned to Amon that he had a concussion, but Amon brushed it off. Amon says he followed proper protocol by advising Punk to leave the ring after a preliminary diagnosis of a possible concussion. Amon says that he requested that Punk undergo further evaluation and treatment in the training room backstage. Amon being represented by Philip J. Zisuk and Brian D. Saucier of whatever. Deutsch. Deutsch Deutsch, Levy and Engel in Chicago. Oh, that'll be funny. The lawsuit wasn't filed until today, which was Wednesday. So it's likely that Punk and Cabana weren't served yet. So, the doctor is now suing CM Punk. This should be interesting. And WWE responded by posting a video of Punk in the Royal Rumble, and you couldn't see the fatty tissue or the purple spot or anything on his back, because let's not forget, it was covered by the waistband of his tights. I was baseball size. Wouldn't it have made it stick out like the tights? You know, I again, I don't know. It's uh, here's the thing. Who wins in this case? I'm sure that Punk will get his lawyers on this stuff. I mean, this is I, I don't know. I, this this is. Uh, this is interesting that the doctor waited till now to uh, to file a lawsuit, and 
Yeah, I, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. I can't wait to hear the fallout of this. If this guy wins, does that make Punk a liar? Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if he wins this lawsuit, does this make Punk a liar? I hope so. And if that makes Punk a liar, does that mean the entire podcast was fabricated? I hope so. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can see it now. Dr. Chris Aman versus CM Punk and CPAC. And in Punk's corner, Cole Cabana. No, it's going to be Punk versus Jason David Frank, and, you know... <laughs> I told all my friends, if Punk and Frank fight in the octagon, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings, and we're going to watch it. We're going to watch the Green Ranger beat the shit out of CM Punk. And my childhood will be complete. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be great. It, it, it'd be awesome. Speaking of lawsuits, we got one more. Cassandra Frazier, the former widow... Let me say that again. The widow of former WWE superstar Nelson Frazier, that's Big Daddy V, filed a wrongful death lawsuit against WWE yesterday, just one year after his death. The lawsuit was brought to light by Irv Muchnik of the Concussion Inc. website. The full 124-page lawsuit can be seen at this link via PDF. Fuck that. It mentions Chris Benoit's death and references CM Punk's comments from Colcomano's podcast where he called WWE's concussion policies BS. Cassandra alleges that Frazier died as a result of his injuries he suffered as a result of working for WWE. She alleges that WWE's wrongful conduct gave rise to a long-term consequence of multiple concussions and other serious, permanent, and disabling injuries during Nelson's career with WWE. She's accusing WWE of holding back on important medical information and research and misinforming Nelson and other WWE talents about the risks of working for the company. The lawsuit says Nelson had large knots on his head due to the scar tissue on his skull forming into permanent lumps, and he had evidenced indentations to his skull. It adds that Frazier had severe symptoms of neurological injuries and other physical trauma before he passed away, including several migraines that he sought medical attention for. Zoot also says that Frazier suffered from severe depression, something else he sought medical attention for. The suit continues. Frazier had sustained some serious long-term brain damage from his WWE career. Frazier's broken spirit and body left him virtually penniless, and he was forced to pay cash for medical services in the months before his death. Cassandra has made nine claims against WWE, including negligence, negligent misrepresentation, intentional misrepresentation, fraudulent concealment, various uh, vicarious liability, fraud by omission or failure to warn, punitive damages, wrongful death, and loss of consortium by herself. WWE issued the following statement in response to the PW Insider in regards to the wrongful death lawsuit filed by her, and they mentioned, The WWE has not been served with a lawsuit by Cassandra Frazier. If served, we will vigorously contest this lawsuit brought by the same lawyers who have been soliciting people to sue WWE without merit. Um, this woman isn't going to get a goddamn dime. No. Because no. WWE sent him home because he was too fat. Plain and simple. They sent him home because he was too fucking bat fat to be in the goddamn ring because they were afraid he was going to die in the middle of the goddamn ring. 
Of a heart attack. Of a heart attack, a stroke, or possibly whatever. Um, This woman is not going to get a goddamn dime. She might get a thank you card, or a get well (laughs) soon card, or here's a check for $1,000, go buy some shoes. She ain't going to get a dime. (laughs) Go buy some shoes. I'm sorry. She, no. And it's such a shame that someone like Big Daddy V, you know, passed away, but you cannot sue WWE for this. Because if he went to doctors, then sue the fucking doctors. He went and got medical tests. WWE didn't say, he's fat, we gotta conceal that from the world. You know, I highly fucking doubt that WWE are the type of people that if they see something wrong with someone, they're gonna cover it fucking up. You know what I mean? I just don't see them being that evil of a fucking company. No, they would tell the guy in private and say, hey, you you need to lose some weight, uh, get in shape, and uh, get some time off, do whatever what the fuck do you want to do, and come back in a few months or a year, blah, blah, blah. And I know they sent him back because of that, because he was a major health risk, and they're like, dude, look, you've got four breasts. You need to fucking go home and heal or something, and, you know... It, this is going to be the hot-button topic for the year 2014 to 2015. It's going to be WWE medical staff. That's what it's going to be. You watch. Next week, they're going to, uh, they're going to sue because of test. <laughs> oh, God. You know, and then Lance Cade's family will get involved, and then Bruiser Brody's family will get involved, and, you know, all that bullshit. Oh, Bruiser Brody, too. So, and again, I'm sorry that Big Daddy V died, but WWE sent him home because he was too unhealthy, too obese to perform. And you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, ha- I mean, if if you're going to be a WWF, WWE in-ring worker, wrestler, you need to stay in shape and go to the gym and take care of yourself and eat right. Well, yeah, look, CM Punk. Well, look at look at Yokozuna. That was a Samoan. You don't see the fucking Samoan suing WWE. No, at the, if, you, if you compare Yoko to uh, Big Daddy V, Yoko could move in the ring for a 600-pound man. Well, true, he, he could, but again, you don't it, see the Anoa'i family suing WWE because Yokozuna died. No, you know what I mean? he died of a heart attack because of his obeseness. His heart left. His yeah. heart left a post-it note saying, I'm out, and left. <laughs> His heart took a FedEx and run. It was gone the day he was on the slab. That that was it. Uh, that's the news of this week, folks. Um, China, Joe, and lawsuits. Yeah, it's going to be the year of the lawsuits. Uh, yeah, probably. So why don't we get into NXT, which I saw but didn't comment on because of traffic last week. So why don't we get into NXT?
Daniel, this is your thing, so... Uh, well, um... Take us, through, take us through Rival. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the, the, the show started with uh, the match with uh, Hideo Itami versus Tyler Breeze because Tyler Breeze uh, attacked him uh, the show prior and said, Oh, you fucked this up. You fucked this up. You, you could have done something. And kicked the shit out of Itami. And Itami was laying on the floor like, Oh, my stomach, my stomach, my stomach. Yeah, don't really get where that rivalry came from. but No, no, no. It, it came out of the blue. Uh, and it was the curtain jerky match. Uh, it was a fucking awesome match. You could clearly see that two guys had chemistry in the ring. Kenta hooked them up in the middle of the match with GTS. The crowd were jizzing all over the place. Uh, he countered it, and uh, I think he gave him the supermodel kick. And I think his his Tyrese is gonna win. One, two, kick out. Damn! And he hit him with the Boyamini. One, two, three. Match over. Yeah, good <laughs> he match. He kicked the shit out of Breeze. Yeah, well, Breeze was a punching bag. Um, yeah, he's gonna he be called, he's gonna be called up soon. Mm. I, I have that feeling. He's he's almost he's getting there. Um, I don't remember the whole card, but they had a, I think they had a no DQ match after that with Baron Corbin and uh, Bull Dempsey. I know that you are a fan of Bull Dempsey. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. <sighs> And this was a new, new uh, no DQ match, and for some reason, for a no DQ match, there weren't a lot of no DQ things. I think I checked out on this match because it's just bull Dempsey. I whatever. Yeah, and what's the fucking appeal? He looks like my cause he looks like my janitor. Yeah, and the fucking thing is that the guy looked everywhere outside the ring for for uh, plunder and didn't find anything. So. They fucked up that thing, and uh, I don't remember much of the match because it stinked. And yada yada, Corbin um, put him to the end of days. One, two, three. Corbin oh. has a great look. Mm. He has this great. He's a bike. He's a biker. He's he, got this great ring presence. Mm. Some, something is making me go, eh. I don't know what it is. He's giving me that ascension feel. Mm. They have the look. They have that feel, and then they get in the ring, and you just kind of go, eh, "Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is." Yeah, I got it too because I I don't see any special in him. I mean, he he he's tall. He's around two seventy five. Uh, he hasn't shown me anything. I mean, uh, uh, I don't I don't think this guy is gonna go anywhere. But uh, all I, I could see talk. is pairing him up with Barrett. Mm. Baron and Barrett. That's all I can Barrett and Barrett. That's all I can yeah. think of. Yeah, and after that we had I think we had that that tag team who beat uh, the Lucha Dragons and Robert Blake and Murphy. Yeah, not a bad tag match. Um very quick. Uh mm-hmm. well fast paced I should say. Uh, no, I had no problem with the tag match. No. Uh, after that we had I think we had a, There were two oh, matches on this card I tuned in for. And we're getting there. Yeah, and we I think after that they had uh, blah, 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 blah. What did they? I don't remember. Did they have the Fatal 4-Way for the Women's Championship, I think? What about... Uh, I, I, I can't remember the card by match by match, but I think they had the, the female. 
Yeah, the Finn Balor number contender. Thank you, Alex. Uh, that was the, that was the match of the night. Yeah, this this was absolutely the match of the night. This proves, with beyond a shadow of a doubt, that Finn Balor is over as fuck. Oh yeah, he needs to be called up like a year ago. Yeah, he is he, beyond fucking ready. Yeah, and he had his. I think he has something in his contract that did, that he doesn't have to belong in down in NXT very long because, because he knows how much he's worth and he knows goddamn well if he's going to spend time in WWE he's going to spend time in WWE not mm. in the developmental region for four fucking years because he's too good to he's be. he's way too good and, and, and this cloud, pay-per-view the, fucking proved it the, 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 I think the moment of the match or the spot of the night when he hit that red arrow thing the Phoenix Splash, I think. And he countered it to a small package. And the crowd went like, what? That, that, <laughs> this match, man, this match made me go, I'm done. I got goosebumps. Like, I match. can't watch anymore. This is, this is, this is everything, I, everything I wanted in this match is what I wanted. I was yeah, done. It was, it, yeah, it was like you're having, having sex with a girl. Or a woman, and then you're having a smoke afterwards and enjoying the shit because it felt like that. You, I mean, you were like, ah, you could enjoy it because this match was fucking phenomenal. This match was start was, to finish. This match was awesome. It was absolutely off, off, off the chart. To, five, five, five out of five. I don't remember it that well. I, I remember the championship match much better. Yeah. Well, that but, was the one that took the most fucking time of the show. I mean, yeah, like a but, half hour. Uh, uh, this was a five-star match, in my opinion. Yeah, without a doubt, this was a five-star match. Then we get to the other match that I really wanted to see. Uh, it was the Fatal 4-Way with the women's match, and that wasn't too bad. Too bad? This was a f- great fucking match. No, I said it I was I am so bad. pissed that safe. Charlotte lost. I was so pissed. But damn, did these four women kick ass. Bailey was good. I mean, she was. Oh man, what what chemistry they had! Oh God, you know that Bailey to Bailey from the from the top rope, but you don't see that in in the on the main roster with Divas. You don't even see that with the fucking men. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got to say something about that Sasha Banks. I mean, if you look at her, she looks like she has an eating disorder, and she has like a Triple H nose. I mean, if you clear the vulnerable spot on her, hit her on her nose with a punch, goddammit. She looks like a fucking lizard. Wow. I mean, she clearly... I mean, God I mean, damn, Strata. <laughs> that is gold. I, 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 I wanted Bailey to win because Bailey looks like, a, you know, that popsicle baby face girl. Oh, don't tell me you're one of those people. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I, I mean, I, I, I want to have her for a night. I mean, that woman is stunning. <laughs> stunning. But she is so good in the ring. Bailey is good. Uh, Becky Lynch, the Irish girl, she's not that. She's very good too. I mean, she's got talent. I mean, all of those women. I, I don't want to have talent. Every single one of them in that ring are good. I think yes, this was a testament. Wrestling. This was a testament. This was Charlotte Flair's coming out party. Is what this mm. was. And it was thank you and goodbye. I'm shocked that she dropped the title so quick. I'm shocked that Sasha Banks, out of all of them, got it. I th- honestly thought it was going to be Bailey personally, but yeah, no, the boss She's Sasha Banks is the new champion. Fuck. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Bailey in a program for for the title after this, and I think Bailey should be 
after Charlotte the one who gets up after this. Uh, okay, we can move on now. Main event time. Uh, the match I was not. Steen insane, and I gotta say about this match, it started like uh, Steen got to the ring. He was doing the heelish thing, you know, taking, you know, go taking, escaping from the ring, get some heat, uh, and then he attacked Saint Insane. El Generico sold the shit out of this fucker. I mean, he sold the turnbuckle f- spot, uh, the the power, the power bombs. I mean, uh, the revert, the pump handle, neck breaker. I mean, the guy sold his heart out for this man, and it was a. Uh, it, it was fun to see a different finish with a KO for, for some reason. Well, it, it was wasn't a KO. Stretching. The referee stopped the match. Yeah, but it was a so-called a KO because he couldn't finish the match. It was a TKO then. Uh, I was stunned because, you know, when he said that he, two months to this day, I was going to win the championship. And they did. And they pulled the trigger on Steen. Yeah, they and pulled the trigger on Steen very fucking quick. Yeah, and I was stunned, and the crowd was stunned. And you could clearly see that the crowd, they had that feel of, this, you know, the crowd was 50-50, saying both guys got, uh, uh, you know, let's go, oh, and da, 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 let's go, saying two popular guys in the crowd's eyes and ears. And I think the guys delivered, both of them. I mean, Well, they definitely delivered, and I'm not shitting on the match whatsoever. This was an absolute war in mm-hmm. the ring. I mean, it did exactly what it meant to do. It got Steen over as a heel, a mm-hmm. monster. He just still does nothing for me. Um, it got uh, Zane. Zane, I'm going to say this right now, is this generation's Ricky Steamboat. You mm-hmm. cannot boo the guy. He has so much sympathy when he takes a bump. You uh, you cannot boo the motherfucker. Um, yeah, he, he got Very that. shocked that they dropped the belt on Steen this quick. He's only had it for three fucking weeks. Mm. So, you, you, could, you could clearly see that Zane has that empathy, like, you know, that rock and roll express that with Ricky Moore, uh, not Ricky Moore, than the other guy, uh, the blonde guy. Shithead, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he could. He had that same thing when he was selling and had that look to the crowd. Uh, he was looking for that energy, and you could see he sold his heart out. I mean, he sold those moves like a motherfucker, like a champ. And that, that uh, pump he, handle neck breaker was pretty brutal. Yeah, and uh, you know the, the crowd in. WWE, or they're not used to see that kind of moves because they're very common in the in the indies. You know that, Dan. Oh yeah, I mm. just think that they're this... not. They are less sanitized. They're not as sanitized in NXT that they are on the main program. I think, if anything, this match proved that you know they're going to make Steen a, a main event player. Yes. Um, they're going to make Zane a main event player. They're going to build on this robbery because they worked in ROH. So let's just use Yeah, it. and this is the trip. two of the Triple H hand-picked favorite guys. The other guys are Kenta and Balor. Well, you know all four of them are going to fight eventually. Yeah. and think That's of, coming. Yeah, and think of this like a fatal four-way. And think of this when they are both, all the four of them are on the main roster. Think of the matches they could have with likes of 
Bray, Rollins, uh, Ambrose. I mean, every those guys, Danielson. I mean, think of the think of the match. Think of seeing Kenta versus Danielson in WWE. Well, again, that's why NXT is tomorrow, and that hence why Samoa Joe will never be on the show because he's today. You cannot yeah. book for today. You have to book for tomorrow. And what is your opinion about the main event? What as a whole? What do you think? As a whole, again, my reservations about Steen. Yeah, I know. Um, it was but still. You, you got to respect the match. I got to respect the match for what it was. It did exactly what it did. It told a story that Zayn is going to die, and yeah. this was just Godzilla destroying a village. This is exactly what this was. It's, it was a rape. I wouldn't go that far, but. <laughs> When, when you see the people in the crowd who know this is fucking fake, crying, <laughs> that's when you know, oh, we got them. <laughs> yes, they got them. They got them in the palm on their hands. And so it suspended my belief of going, oh, God, Zayn is going to actually die in this match. Yeah, and, and you can hear the crowd chant, kill Owens, kill, you know, that, that thing that he had, or kill Steen, kill that he had in the Indies when he was on that mood. When he was kill, uh, Steen fights, uh, fights Steen fight, he was the good guy. When he was the bad guy, kill, kill Steen kill. I hope to so, Christ that when he goes to Raw, they don't call his finishing move the KOK. <laughs> <laughs> he hit him with the cock! Yeah! <laughs> Beep! <laughs> you know, um... There was a spot in that main event I was thinking of. Yeah, when I think I think Zane really hit that metal railing or something when it was the ramp with his back of his head. I think he got a concussion there. Well, all I know is that the Raw talent were going, fuck again? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, why can't we do that? Because you're Raw. But uh, yeah, and- for a whole... Uh, NXT Rival, I don't know where they get these names from, I'll never know. Uh, I thought it was a good show. Um, there were a couple matches that kind of went, eh, but the two matches that I wanted to deliver did, and the main event surprised me. So, not a bad show. That was the, that was, that was the storytelling match. Yeah. yeah. Now, why yeah. Don't we, now, why don't we go into, uh... Monday Night Raw, where they promoted the fuck out of Fastlane, and John Cena was only on the show for five minutes. So, it opens up with uh, John Cena coming down in the rain going... I'm an American. John Cena fucked up that Russian because fuck him. Rusev comes out and he's all, John Cena, you're shock. I'll punch you in the face. I break your face. I will shit on it. Fuck you. Then John Cena, you make one fucking move. I'm going to fucking rape you. So Rusev doesn't move and John Cena rapes him anyway. Beats the crap out of Rusev and holds the U.S. title and raises it up in the air. And he's like, I'm going to win this belt! More on that when we get to the reviews, uh, to the uh, predictions. But uh, no, John, you're not winning that title. 
it, it that that Tyler doesn't mean anything for Cena. It's beneath him. I mean, uh, what yeah. should he? Why? Why? What? What's, what's? What should be benefiting Cena winning the US title again? Uh, it doesn't. He did that like in two thousand five or. Something. It doesn't benefit shit. But guess what? That's the last time you're going to see John Cena tonight. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Just, he nah. gotta get. He gotta go. Go home to Boston. Gotta go home. Do something. Uh, first match is Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper. Uh, we've seen the match a couple of times, so you didn't really see anything new. Dean Ambrose gets the win though, and says that he needs to be on the wall of champions. Uh, I must. Have, he must have forgot that he was a United States champion. But we're gonna just yeah. completely forget that he was a United States champion, and he's not already on the wall of champions. So whatever, we'll just let it go. Uh, intercontinental champions that he was. Yeah, so uh, I think Harper's on the way out because he hasn't won a match since he lost the belt to Ziggler. That's that's a shame. I really like Harper. Yeah, Brody uh, Lee. We get the uh, this is something I was waiting for, but then I didn't want it when I got it. Dusty Rhodes is backstage talking to his boys, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this with any malice whatsoever. Dusty Rhodes looked like he piled drove cancer. <laughs> Oh God! If you call me Cole Arden, he God damn, looked man. skinny. He looked like he was getting ready to dig his own grave. Dusty Rhodes looks old. They and probably, probably for that without the weight. I mean, when you see old people, if they're frail, look if, if they don't have any weight on them, they look frail. I mean, you just because I mean, look at Undertaker. He's another good example. Without weight on him, he just looks old as fuck. Yeah, so it was. This was hard for me to watch and go. All right, that they dug his grave after the show. Uh, well, there are some ominous words that were said. We'll get to that in a minute. It's Golden Stardust versus the New Day, and uh, the New Day get the win. The fans don't care. What they care about is that Stardust hits Goldust with Black Matter. Uh, it's actually uh, Crossroads, but whatever. Uh, or Dark Matter, that's what it's called. You can call it Antimatter. <laughs> it's one of the two. It's either Black Matter, Black Magic, or anti- it's something, or Black Hole, or something. Then Dusty Rhodes goes backstage, and he goes, Cody, what are you doing, baby? And he goes, Cody is dead. Cody yes. can go fuck a tree. I am Stardust, and as far as I'm concerned, you are dead to me. He sounds like the Riddler almost. It's, you know, it's, that was a great fucking start. The, the, he looks, I gotta give it, you props for that. I, look, yeah, look, all he, I can he, say is this. I am a huge Cody Rhodes fan, and when I found out he was into The Legend of Zelda, I was an even bigger Cody Rhodes fan. And when I figured out that Stardust is really a ver- his version of Zant from Twilight Princess, I really became a Cody Rhodes fan. It's you, the words yeah. he used that you are dead to me. I'm like, Cody... He might be dead tomorrow. Looking at Dusty Rhodes, he could be dead tomorrow. You know, you could know they have the, not have picked better words. You know, the funny thing is that when you said that, you, the thing that you said that Cody is dead, you almost spoke if you were the Joker or something. <laughs> he, he sounds like that. He sounds like he is like a psycho, psycho maniac. I, uh, no, I'm going to admit, I'm not a big... And, and you said this, damn, you said that, that Cody Rhodes will make this gimmick his bitch. Yeah, I don't like the Stardust gimmick. It's fun, but I don't like it. But I said, Cody's going to own this. He is going yeah. to do something with this gimmick because he's a fucking Rhodes. Yeah. 
You could make them gay fucking pigs in the ring, and it will work. Yeah. Because you cannot... You can't give the Rhodes as bad gimmicks. They, they, they own it. Uh, so... That Maybe. that's that's the heartbreaker, Cody. Tell, going, tell him tell him to the public if you will. Yeah, tell him to the public. Uh, Cody's dead. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a match with uh, with them on WrestleMania with the Papa Rhodes as the special referee. Now, knowing Dusty and how he books, and I was talking to my wrestling confidant about this, I says. If Dusty has his way with this match, he might just die in the middle of the ring, and they'll be fighting over who killed him. Because <laughs> that's how Dusty books. Uh, next match on the card is Roman Reigns versus Kane via countout, but Brian Danielson comes down to the ring, and he sits on commentary, and he's kind of being a heel. And I'm almost positive I said this two weeks ago. That they'll turn Brian heel first before they turn Reigns heel. And he's kind of being a dick. Kind of oh. going, I, you know, I'm a master of the yes movement. And I would never get distracted by, hold on a second, yes, yes. Oh, see, he got distracted. I would never get distracted like that. He's got to be focused. I mean, yeah, he's strong. He's good, but he's not me. You know, because I'm Brian, I'm Daniel Bryan. And, you know, I, I don't know if he could beat me. I mean, oh, he won. Well, I get good luck for him, I guess. You know, uh, uh, I'm the better wrestler. You no, know, that's that's the big yeah, dog. He said that. I'm the better wrestler. It's like Brian. Wow. <laughs> I was, love that he's being so, a dick. I, I mean, I liked the most it. nice. I really did. It was it. It was like uh, he was still a face, but he was more. It, it felt it felt like a real person instead of um, being a character. Well. Danny Bryan has always been this super... I mean, well, not always, but... Yeah, he's just one of the nicest guys you ever meet. In, I mean, he's the, been the super nice baby face that just can do no wrong, and it's just and now he's showing a little personality. Mm-hmm. So, that, that's I awesome. Like it. it needs a twist. It needs a twist to that nice guy always takes, you know, turned out of chic. He you know. is the Shawn Michaels to Roman Reigns' John Cena. Oh god. Yeah, he's got the Shawn Michaels hair, so now here's the comment I was gonna make. Um and you people are uh, not gonna like this. Remember um how everyone was behind Roman Reigns? I mean everyone was backing him up and we couldn't wait for him to come back to the ring and, and just destroy shit and Yeah, he got hard they got he, hard. And when he comes back, you know, he's gonna win the Royal Rumble and <gasps> um you know no he's gonna come back and win the Royal Rumble and all that stuff and everyone was behind Roman Reigns. Everyone was behind Roman Reigns until Brian came back and said, no, I'm back. So because of Brian Danielson, that's why we hate Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. Think about it. If Daniel Bryan did not come back, we'd still be, the fans would still be cheering for Roman Reigns. But because mm-hmm. Brian came back, they don't want him no more. I don't know. I, I feel like they probably would have still liked Ambrose and 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 um, Dolph Ziggler and Rollins more. True, certainly. But they were still backing Reigns. Now they're just like, fuck it. They're starting to come around a little bit, though. Well, that's because Reigns. If you haven't, if if you can't, doesn't have, talk anymore. <laughs> that's part of it. Um, He's in the mouthpiece. If you, if you can't tell. 
He's gone back to being old Roman Reigns. And I mean, not only is his like he's wearing the old shield attire, but also his attitude is no longer jokey uh suffering succotash you son of a sucker and douche and, and he's no longer, you know, making stupid jokes and and Big Show climbed up the beanstalk and blah blah blah. I mean now he's like I'm gonna fuck him. Yeah. As you would say. <laughs> and and it's just I think people can get behind that because they like a guy like that. He's just he's gone back to being a badass, and I know it's certainly helped with me. I mean, I'm I'm like, wow, Roman's turning this shit around, and I don't know who made that decision, but it's it's working because now it's almost. I mean, I, I don't want to say split, but it's it's much more. It's not so in favor of Brian. There's actually fans of Roman Reigns out there now. See, here's how I look at it. If Brian f- is to face Brock, we pray to God that Brian doesn't die, but that's going to be a better match. If yeah, Roman and goes to fight, book that. If Roman goes to fight Brock, we want Roman to kill him. That's how, that's how my mentality... If Roman Reigns fights Brock Lesnar, I want Roman to kill him. Seriously, I want Roman to rip him limb from limb and fuck the wound. In the middle of the goddamn ring at WrestleMania 31. Why do, why do you want Roman to beat to beat Brock like that? Because I hate Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. With the utmost passion. That was before he broke the streak. Yeah, damn. Do you think there's a refreshing thing with Danielson going heel? He's going heel. Come on. It, yeah, but would he lose his beard if that's so? He is uh, never this- losing that beard. Yeah, he's going to lose. If he turns heel, he's going to lose the beard. He's going to be the Shawn Michaels of 97. He'll be the corporate Brian. Yeah. The corporate movement. Um, (laughs) So we then get this little snippet where uh, the Bella Twins stole Paige's clothes, and she comes out butt naked. No, she comes out in towel. (laughs) I'm like, like, oh, fuck. Uh, So then she's like, oh. The Rosebuds are just standing here for no fucking reason. Come here. We're going to go inside my locker room and fuck. And I'm going to take your clothes. Uh, so it's Summer Rae versus Paige. And Paige comes out in pink and Doc Martens and stockings. And I'm going to say this right now. But um, Tim Burton got a hard on. I got a hard on. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton looked, watched Raw, and went, I could write that. Dang. <laughs> because it was pale-skinned, macabre princess in bright colors. And she gets the match she looked, over... Looked some, like, she, yeah, she looked like someone out of a Tim Burton movie. Exactly. Like I said, Tim Burton got a heart on Yes. It. Uh, she beats Summer Rae. Decent match. And then the Bella Twins come out. Oh, you look stupid in those fucking clothes. <laughs> Paige goes, fuck you people. You know, I can come out here fucking naked and fucking be better than you people. And the fast lane, I'm going to take that title. I'm going to shove it right up your fucking ass. Go back to getting an STD from Cena. Ciao. <laughs> uh, or a, or a ass, ass to mouth. You cut the fucking promo out. It was a good. But further proof that they need help on their goddamn promos. Like, seriously. <sighs> And the match was all right. Um, 
Next match on the card was Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins in, uh, again, the match of the fucking century. Uh, it goes to a disqualification because why not? Um, I believe Ziggler got help from the other two people. Ryback and Bald Guy. Um, Big Red. And Big Red. Can't think of who the fuck he is. is Big Red. Big Red, Michael. Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan, yeah. Uh, Again, really good match. Uh, Ended in a DQ. Kind of want to see Seth Rollins get some wins under his belt because these DQ finishes are starting to hurt. Get annoying. Yeah. Uh, We then go to the ring, and Triple H is in the ring, and he goes, Sting. (laughs) WCW, fuck. (laughs) I eat WCW for breakfast, and I shit out Ted Turner. How comes Ric Flair, who in not so many words goes, Triple H, don't fuck with Sting. I'm telling you, don't do it, man. You're, you, uh, you're getting, gonna get fucked in the ass, and, uh, there, there are people you could fuck with. Sting is not one of them. Don't do it, man. Triple H pushes him and goes, I'ma eat Sting for breakfast. I'ma fuck him. Fuck you. Because I'm the game. And Sting is gonna suck my dick. And Flair just kind of went, No, you're gonna die. (laughs) You're gonna die. (laughs) So, have fun with that, Triple H. Um, Decent promo, to say the least. Uh, People were booing him out of the building because he pushed Flair. So, uh, okay. yeah, cheap heat. Yeah, uh, we then get something that is weird because we've had the ascension for weeks coming out going the Legion of Doom are gay and Demolition <laughs> are fags, and now here they are actually fighting a gay man in Derek Young, Darren Young, and <laughs> Titus O'Neil comes from out of nowhere and saves him. So the Ascension not only cannot get a fucking win under their belt, but they're beaten by gay black people. (laughs) It's time to get rid of the fucking Ascension, and the primetime players are kind of back, I think. Um, They made it seem like the primetime players were back, so I I think they even had a thing backstage. I'm not for sure on that. So I'll take it. You know what? Why the fuck not? Yeah, one more tag team. By the way, um, I have an update on Dusty Rhodes' condition. Uh, mm-hmm. He's they like they mentioned this uh, on an interview. He's actually just changed his eating habits last year, so that's why he's lost weight. It's nothing like he's not sick or anything. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's, you actually scared me there for a minute, Alex. Healthier. Well, go back to nope. eating pork chops and shit because you look terrible. <laughs> uh, I want Eat fat dust. Meat. I want fat Dusty back. Yeah. I hate to say 80s, it. 80s dust. I want 80s Dusty back. Uh, we then get Intercontinental Champion Bad News Barrett versus Damian Mizdow. The Miz was fucking with the match the entire time. Barrett gets the win. Ambrose zip ties um, Barrett's wrists to the post. He signs the contract, which I don't think legally is possible because it's not even <laughs> they, his fucking... They brought that up a million times on commentary, by the way. So, uh, so it's going to be Ambrose versus Barrett for the Intercontinental Championship. He's not winning. And... Uh, all right, cool. Really? You don't think he's going to win? Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> Not yet, at least. 
Uh, we then get uh, a mixed tag, which is Jimmy Uso and Naomi defeating Tyson Kidd and Natalia. And Natalia is the one that gets the loss, and Tyson Kidd is like, you stupid bitch. should have just <laughs> stayed at home and made me fucking cookies. You stupid yeah. bitch. Let's, let's, all, let's go in the back and fuck. Take care of my cat. <laughs> let's go in the back and fuck. Okay. Uh, I felt... I, I'm just saying that's what it kind of felt like to me. And... Natalia, if you're going to get a divorce, I'm available. No, I'm not, but I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be a shoulder. As Schwarzenegger used to say, would you want to polish my helmet? You can polish more than my helmet. Uh, um, <laughs> may even polish hers. Uh, we then yeah. get Big Show versus Daniel Bryan. It goes to a disqualification. Roman Reigns comes out and... They shake hands, and then they start fighting, and they headbutt, and they kick babies, and they pick up Lillian Garcia and throw her into the stands, and all sorts of shit goes down, and the rivalry is on. Let's go into fast lane and get into it, and booyah, booyah, booyah. Uh, not a bad... Say, uh, oh, go ahead. Not a bad main event, but, you know, we all saw it coming. that This brawl was just going to happen. I just wanted to say that brawl was pretty awesome. Well, yeah. That was a good brawl. Uh, there was a, and you could tell on SmackDown, which I'll get to in a minute, but Brian, Brian got some shit done to him during that <laughs> brawl. I mean, there was, where it's after Brian went for the chair, Roman Reigns just decked him in the face as hard as he could. I mean, you just, it, it's like, there's no way that was fake. No, that was a punch. That was a real punch. And he just like, fuck you, Daniel Bryan. And you know, you a, lie round. Gonna, a receipt's going to be cashed on Sunday. <laughs> Good. I hope I hope that match turns out good. I think they can do a good match. I think it's going to be just fine. I think we're just going to be pissed off at the winner because <laughs> the fans want Brian. Um, now, there's one thing I neglected to talk about on purpose, and that was the 17 Bray Wyatt promos. Um, that shows up like, like whenever he wants to. Just like every fucking segment, a Bray promo. <sighs> um, <laughs> Talking about how I'm not afraid of you, man, and you need to find me, or I'm gonna find you. The smoke is on fire, and and the cockroaches are singing mariachi. I got a nail in my hand, and I'm banging on wood. I'ma find you, motherfucker. I'ma find you. I'ma find you, motherfucker. Yeah. Blah. Who is he talking about? I don't know. Could be Taker, might be Taker. We're thinking it's Taker, but I put pieces together. Doesn't make sense. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the Taker he's mentioning. How can he not be afraid of the Undertaker anymore if Taker already lost to Brock Lesnar? I, I don't really mm. see. That's why he's saying he's not afraid of the Undertaker anymore because he lost to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but to say Bray was afraid of him, um. It, it's just weird. He says he only pities him now, and and they also they also did an interview with Bray um, where he said I might be talking about Taker. I think it's uh, best left up to interpretation. And <laughs> and uh, of course, you have all the dirt sheets saying it's a lock, but you know whatever. I don't think it's a lock for say. He might. Who, who knows? He might be talking about fucking Boat Alice for all we know. Or uh, Iron Sheik. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> Um, and then Bray Wyatt has a dark match with John Cena, and in the middle of the match, he threw up. <laughs> in the middle of the fucking ring. He's, just, he's possessed. Yeah. I hope to Christ they use that. 
<laughs> and go, Jordan uh, Master John Cena, he puked, he puked, he puked. You know what that He's brings me back to? He's possessed by Satan. You know what that brings me back to? You know, that guy who, uh, the former football player, you know, from back in Eritrea, you know, the guy who regurgitated Dross. on Dross, yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's, Vince McMahon, he's gonna puke, he's gonna puke. <laughs> but, uh, Wouldn't it be awesome if they did like an exorcist, like he's, like he's the motherfucking devil? Well, I think Bray. he can go as only as far as they can with Bray. If he's gonna fight Taker, I hate to say this, he has to win. Oh, yeah. Cause I, I believe that he will. If so. he doesn't win, you may as well just send him packing. Hmm. And I hate to say that, but he kind of has to win against Taker. And the shitty part is it's going to be at Mania. It's going to kind of make it worse. What, 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 what will that make? I mean, there's nothing special anymore because Taker has already lost that special well, uh, magical. I wouldn't say there's nothing special. I, he's still the motherfucking Undertaker and it's still motherfucking WrestleMania. Yeah, and Taker has no problem to put over or help a younger guy. He always been that. What they could do is let's say Bray beats Taker. Now he's twenty one and two. He, Taker could come out on Raw the next night and go, "All right, I got one more Mania left. If I lose, I'm done." And then just drop the mic and go home. There you go. That's how you re- rebuild Taker. For 21 mm-hmm. years, he was doing good. Now he's losing. He's lost a step. He's older. He can't do it no more. Blah, 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 blah. One more loss. He's out the door. And then you have all these slew opponents going, Oh, I could beat The Undertaker. Fuck. Uh, give me the shot at WrestleMania. I'll beat his ass. I'll beat his fucking ass. I'll retire Undertaker. And there's how you fucking rebuild Taker. That's how you could do it. Even Darren Young could beat him. Uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah, but you could you could have like guys throwing their name in a hat. I'd say give it to Cody Rhodes because you know everyone hates him now. Uh, that's gonna do it for Monday Night Raw. Why don't we get into Thursday night? Yeah, I want to mention before we do that, I, I got I forgot something about the NXT. Um, Solomon Crow or Sammy Callahan made his debut. Yeah, we'll see how far that goes. Yeah, I'm, I, was, uh, I forgot to say that. Not holding before. my breath, but we'll no. see how far. And he beat up C.J. Parker. Come on. Yeah, he beat yeah. up Captain Planet, so whatever. <laughs> no, uh, but he's he's there now. So. Oh yeah, he's there. Why don't we get no Planet B? <laughs> uh, no, there isn't. Uh, why don't we get into Thursday night SmackDown? As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine. So, in now, forever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. We had a video recap of Raw. That went on for exactly five and a half hours and thirty-two seconds. Shit! <laughs> um, it was like last time 
on Raw! <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan! And there was a fight! Or, yeah! And they beat the shit out of each other, and you should have watched it, but since you didn't, we're gonna show you on SmackDown anyway! Welcome to SmackDown, motherfucker! <laughs> and, um... Wow! That should be an intro. <laughs> that should be an intro to SmackDown. Welcome to Thursday SmackDown, you sons of motherfuckers! <laughs> Welcome to Thursday I'm... Night SmackDown, motherfucker! Hope you'll be entertained. Uh, it started out with Daniel Bryan versus The Miz with Damien Sandow. And we had a video of The Miz talking to uh, Damien Mizdow earlier in the day. And Miz is like, you know what? I want a mocha cha- cappuccino with my cat in it. And I want to fuck it. And blah, 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 blah. And um, go backstage. You're a bitch. I am the star. Go away. I'm The Miz. I am awesome. You are not. You are a hoe. Go away. And uh, so, you know. You're a poser. Mizdow went away, and uh, he he started going back to, on the history of Daniel Bryan. He's like, you know, Daniel Bryan should be thankful to me. He would be nowhere without me, just like you would be nowhere without me, Mizdow. No, neither of you would be anywhere without me because I was his pro in NXT. I taught him everything he knows. Oh, God. And, yeah, and commentary had a field day with that. You know, Michael Cole's like, ah! <laughs> Miss is such a dumbass, fucking dumb motherfucker. Oh my god! And Byron Saxon's like, no, I think he has a point because I'm JBL 2.0, and <laughs> and um, which he is now. He's gone like full heel. Byron Saxon used to be like almost a face. Now he's just full heel. And um, yeah, uh, Danny Bryan kicked his ass. Absolutely kicked Miz's ass. There was no. I mean, I think he got a little bit of offense in through some bullshit during the commercial break, but Danny Bryan picked it back up, beat his ass, um, and yeah, he he won by submission. Which, by the way, he can reverse anything. He reversed the figure four into the yes lock somehow, and that worked. It was good. Um, yeah, he's an outstanding math wrestler. So yes. Um, and we learn that Dolph Ziggler will face Seth Rollins later tonight without J&J security because they're banned from ringside. Which, by the way, that match caught me off guard because it was the main event. Um, Danny Bryan had the curtain jerker match. Uh, um, Roman Reigns had the mid-card match. And Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins had the main event. So I was like, I was like, wait, this isn't over yet? What the fuck is left? Oh, yeah, <laughs> this. And, uh... Anyway, we had, uh... Feed me more! Feed me more! And, uh, he comes to the ring. He's gonna face Kane. Ryback's gonna face Kane. Um, um, This was actually a decent match. Um, I really like how Kane is doing his DDTs now. It's like he's putting way more energy into them than he's ever had. Like he, because you know how most of the guys do a DDT, they don't even, they just kind of drop their head, they they drop the other guy's head into the ground. But Kane actually lifts himself into the air, like he's Dolph Ziggler. You know, he actually puts his whole body into the air to pull the guy down. And he yeah, didn't that, that's do that. the Alex, that's the impaler DDT. Well, he, the, the, Kane did take not. Take used, used to do that also. Uh, DM doesn't take also do that impaler DDD. He used to spot. Yeah, he used to. 
But yeah, Kane's been picking that shit up, and it, and that's made it much more entertaining to watch him because it seems like he gives a shit. And um, it was a it was a pretty good match. Uh, Ryback got in the shell shock out of nowhere, like like Cena or the RKO. Um, yeah, as opposed to doing the big long, you know, rigmarole that you have to do to because he tried to get it one time. And then Kane got out of it, and then Kane did some. Uh, he did. I'm, I'm, let me read this. Just tell me how exactly how he did it. Uh, did an uppercut. Blah 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 blah. He he reversed an Irish whip into the shell shock and just bam killed him. Anyway, winner is Ryback. Um. They they recapped the whole Dean Ambrose bad, bad news Barrett shit whatever. Um, then they have Bad News Barrett versus R-Truth. And the highlight of this match was Dean Ambrose on commentary because it was gold. Um, Dean Ambrose on commentary, and he's like, Hey, guys, uh, this is Dean Ambrose, and, um, uh, man, how y'all doing tonight? Yeah, uh, fucking cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, you guys want to, like, share some? or No, no, okay, it's fine. I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll do it all myself. That's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> and he's just hyped up, and um, he's like, "Man, you gotta respect uh, the, you gotta respect the the intercontinental heritage, man. Like uh, Pat Patterson, Stone Cold, and and man, you, Wade Bear doesn't do that. He's not a fighter. He's a piece of shit, man. I'm Dean Ambrose. I'm John Moxley. Fuck you. What are you? No, I'm Dean fucking Ambrose. And and uh, and then Byron Saxon starts asking him questions like, "Well, what do you think of this? And then, what do you think of?" Wade Barrett's this or whatever, and and then Dean Ambrose hops on the table and sits on the table and looks at Byron Saxon and says, "Well, what what do I think of your coat? I think it's not a very good coat, Byron. I think I think I I, ha- I only own one suit, uh, and I think it's better than yours." And he's just bullshitting throughout the match, and he's and and Wade Barrett loses because of it, even though he's not even looking at Wade Barrett. He's looking at Byron Saxon, turned completely the other way. Um, Wade Barrett sees him ignoring him, and he gets rolled up and loses. So, Wade Barrett just lost to R-Truth, and uh, Dean Ambrose is just like, Oh, man, wow, wow, that sucks, dude. Man, but you know what? i got to go do more cocaine, so I'll see you guys later. Uh, I'm going to do some high fives on the way out. Anybody want to do some cocaine with me? Nope, no, okay, well, that's all It's all for me. See you later. And uh, R-Truth walks right behind him, and I guess, I guess maybe they'll do cocaine, too. They'll be the, the cocaine brothers. Um, <laughs> um, the Coke boys. Yeah. Um, so, you got... Uh, oh, yeah, they had to pimp out that Vince McMahon muscle and fitness magazine. It says, if you change your life and the way you eat, you can look like Vince McMahon. And it's like, Wow. He looks insane for for seventy, basically. Um, anyway, we have Bray Wyatt doing a promo and you know pitch black darkness somewhere. And this is a, a place you can't hide. Walk with the Reaper, leave the world behind. You like this song? I sing it to all my pets before I put them down. Time's ticking, man. And the angel with the burned wings is waiting for you. Find me. 
or I'll find you, motherfucker. By the way, I'll leave it down on the piano. What? He sure said, by the way, you can look me up in Louisiana, brother. You find me out here in the in the swamp. Bayou, Louisiana. In the bayou. I'm doing some voodoo in the bayou. Um, so we had that. Frog legs and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had the New Day versus the Ascension. They had a pre-taped promo. Uh, nobody can win this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, basically, the Ascension talked about, on Raw! We had Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes because there's a past, and the past sucks balls. <laughs> We're the future. Welcome to the wasteland, motherfuckers. They are so old. The and new hot. day is now the dead day, the old day, the stupid day. Urgh. They're very entertaining promo-wise, but that's about it for me. Um, Connor and Victor got the win. Um, I didn't even really watch the match because I didn't care. But they I saw the win, so um, Ascension wins against uh, people again. Then I we had it. Luke Harper um, versus Roman Reigns. Now, this was actually a pretty good match. Mainly because it was Harper. Um, not to say Roman didn't pull his own weight, but Harper did some cool shit. Uh, Reigns did did his thing, and um, Reigns got the win. Um, I uh, I don't think it was as good as well. I want to I wanted to say Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler because that's another main event was was good, but it got cut short. So. Yeah. Anyway, we had um, uh, more bullshit about Triple H facing Sting at Fastlane, and then Big Show's music hits, and then Eric Rowan's music hits, and Eric Rowan gets his ass kicked before the match even starts, and then Big Show kills him and pins him, and Eric Rowan is the jobber of the century. <laughs> Did I just, oh God, oh. Something just went down the tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> it's it seems it seems like Har- Harper, Rowan, and the New Day and Ascension are walking out the same door. I think they're getting the push there, aren't they? DM. What was that? Aren't they getting all those team? All those guys I mentioned are they? Aren't they got the push out the door? Ah, uh, yeah, they do. Are you Are you playing Mario? No, I'm not. That was my my cell phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because I heard the tunnel, or I heard the, the pipe, I should say. And, um, anyway, we had, uh, Cameron versus Paige, blah, blah, blah. No, fuck it, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Paige is, Paige is good, but that's just stuff. Uh, did she wear those, uh, did she wear that, the punk, uh, yeah, she wore the hot goth shit that she wears. And uh-huh. um, um, we did have, uh, of note, we had 
the Bellas on commentary, so you can imagine how that went. That was, um, oh my God, are you blind? God, there's just so much light coming from the ring, I can't see. What is that? Oh my God, she's so fucking white. Oh, God. And it's like, oh, we're so perfect. We're so perfect. God, just, we're dating the two best guys ever, and Paige is a piece of shit, and she's really white, and God, I hate white people. White people suck. Oh my God, she's so white. White, blinding white light, blind. Ah, fuck, we're going to win this Sunday. There you have it, Dan. Scottsdale women. That sounds about right, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you could clearly see that the Bellas are better as heels because of they're simply assholes. But Bellas are better as afterbirth, but that's between you and me and the wall. Yeah. <laughs> if you got that joke, then you really are dark. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, and it feels better now if Danielson goes heel and you have uh, Nikki. Uh, It'd be better if Danielson just kicked their fucking heads off and just said, that's it, now I am a heel. I beat women. Yes, yes, yes. And the people <laughs> still get behind them. Um, God damn. They had a video package <laughs> of what happened with Stardust and Goldust on Raw. Blah, blah, blah. Um, they had Renee Young backstage with Goldust. And she's like, uh, what's going through your mind before you face Stardust at WWE Fastlane? Which, if you guys didn't know that was happening, it's happening. Um, Goldust says, you know, Renee, I never thought this day would come, but I knew this day would come. I have to face my brother because Stardust has taken him over. It's not just a persona anymore. It is a cancer. It's a cancer, and I have to beat it out of my brother. I'll do anything to get the roads back. So, at Fastlane, it will be brother versus brother. And I'm losing my voice. Um, <laughs> they have Stardust appear on the monitor, and he's like... Gold dust. Oh no, you're going to be dead dust. <laughs> the stars at night are big and bright deep in the heart of Texas. No, I didn't say that. Um, here's a stardust stumper. All the gold in Fort Knox and Solomon's Temple eventually goes. Blah 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 blah. Fuck you. Uh, fucking gold dust sucks. I'll see you at Fastlane! <laughs> and Goldust looks all sad at the end. And, um... <laughs> I mean, Usos that... make their entrance next with Naomi. They say oos, we say oos, everybody says oos. Whatever. Um, nobody says oh. Ooh, no! No, Usa, no! Yahoo? We've been tagged, champions, for seven motherfucking years. Let's drop them. This <laughs> <laughs> first is Tyson Kidd with Cesaro and Natalia, and they had a promo, a pre-tape promo. Do they fuck? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, Nat- <laughs> Natalia wanted to fuck. She was like... Like caressing kid and kids just talking to Cesaro like, "Yo, man, you a handsome looking motherfucker." It's like I know I'm a handsome looking mother. No, that's not where that went. <laughs> it sure <laughs> shit sounded like it. <laughs> anyway, Cesaro's like, "We will prove this Sunday that 
that our bond as friends is better than blood. Blood Brothers is nothing compared to best friends, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. And, and you know, Tyson's like, FACT! And, you know, <laughs> Natalia is all over him, just... <laughs> and, and then, you know, they leave, and Natalia's like, you're not even gonna fuck me? What the fuck? <laughs> so... Yeah, and that's all. My place is open. You <laughs> take now. It. This is where things got interesting. Um, the match started. Then Rusev came out and beat up everyone. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not he didn't care who was on whose side. Because I was like, wait, what's Rusev doing here? He kicked the shit out of Jimmy Uso, jumped to the ring, kicked the shit out of Tyson Kidd, kicked the shit out of Cesaro, <laughs> kicked the shit out of the other Uso. Then he just kept beating everyone up. I mean, he wouldn't stop, and then he got... He pulled up the mic and went... When he speaks, Alex, he sounds so... You can clearly see... He feels like that guy is really angry. He's got an issue or something. He speaks with a... His voice, there's something with his voice when he speaks. It makes it something extra. It's it. He's very. Rusev, dude, the guy, the guy tries. He's he's very old school. He's he's just the way he wrestles and the fact that he's athletic and he he sells like a motherfucker. He talks like a motherfucker. He's just a he's an all around pretty good uh, old school heel. Even if uh, we're love- going to the well from a fucking. 80-year-old well for a foreign heel here. He's pulling it off. I like Rusev. I, I really do. I think his in-ring work is pretty cool. He's got that look of just a fucking monster. I like him. Yes. And when he kills he's, John Cena, I'll be happy. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, I, I will Let's be happy. Let's rejoice, everybody. So, apparently, Rusev is just really mad that John Cena kicked his ass on Monday. So, he just beat the shit out of everyone that he could find. It's that it's it's that that Russian rage or Bulgarian rage, whatever. I just want to know: Is he and Lana have they hooked up, or is that still a rumor? Uh, I I thought that that was the truth. I think they're a couple. Lucky for you. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of pictures of them together, but I mean, they could just be traveling together. But I, no, I heard ages ago that they were that they were a thing. So. Oh my God, that big dude! I mean, almost 140 kilos. Banging that tiny, petite woman. Oh, I think she can take it. Oh, man. Rusev! Crush! I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'll have to take you from behind, or I will crush you. Anyway, we had, um... Mm. finally got two Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins with J&J Band. And, um... At some point during the commercial break, apparently Big Show and Kane <clears throat> tried to get involved because, God forbid, we have a fucking normal match between Seth and Dolph. Yeah. You know, they always put on an awesome match. We'll never have a good ending. Maybe that'll be re- their WrestleMania. Maybe it'll be Dolph versus Seth, and then Seth catches in on uh, whoever wins the main event. Um, whether he wins or loses doesn't really matter. Well, it does matter, but... You know, what I mean? you know what's funny, guys? We haven't seen Randy Orton in a while. 
And that's... It's yeah, good. I, I don't think he'll miss WrestleMania. I, I, mean, I really don't think he'll miss WrestleMania. Damn, have you heard anything about I haven't heard a thing. News or Honestly, something? I haven't heard a thing. So. I mean, he returned off sh- off screen at a at Madison Square Garden, um, at a Madison Square Garden show a little while back, but he still hasn't returned to TV yet. So I don't know what that's about. There were some strange, rumors that he, that, he got, that he re-injured himself, but I don't know if that's true or if that's just bullshit. You know, strangely enough, I don't I don't miss the guy. I mean, for some reason, because oh, there's, there's enough fucking heels on the show. Yes. Well, you know if he came back, he'd be a face. I mean, he was headed that direction as he left. Or a tweener, at least. Um, anyway, um, since Big Show and Kane were out there, we had Ziggler and... Or not Ziggler. Um, Rowan and Ryback come out. And um, and they're there to make sure everything goes swimmingly. And it doesn't. Um, because... Kane distracts um, Ziggler, and Seth Rollins gets the pin. He does. He does the blackout stomp, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the curb stomp. Curb stomp um, on Ziggler pins him one two three. Um, then J and J security come out, and so now you've got like what whatever five hundred thousand people against uh, <laughs> um, two guys. Two guys, and Ziggler is dead, and so. They start beating the shit out of him. Just beating the shit out of him. And, like, they both try to get in some offense, but eventually they get beat up. But then Ryback, after, like, we think, okay, SmackDown's over. Then Ryback gets back up, comes in, beats the shit out of everybody, but then he gets punched back down and gets curb stomped. But I don't know what the second win was about, maybe, or the second wind. But, I don't know, maybe they're doing something with him. I don't know. Anyway, that was the end of SmackDown. You know, it feels like... He's standing tall. You know, it feels like for Seth Rollins, I mean, those DQ finishers and that he cannot win clean and stuff. It, it It's becoming to look, make Seth Rollins look like a fucking pussy. Nah, it's not that. I think it just makes him look weak. Yeah, it's, exactly. Making him look weak. Because you know what I mean? Make him win with J&J security or something. But, you know, every time I see a Seth Rollins, I'm like, ah, it's DQ, whatever. By the yeah, way, it's going to be a DQ finish. I got to ask, did you guys know about the whole Seth Rollins scandal? Oh, yeah. Wienergate. Okay. He's standing at attention. <laughs> I haven't... I have seen a thumbnail of the picture and refused to click it. So... <laughs> but there was a million topics asking, like, the, all these jokes. It's like, are you bigger than Seth Rollins? Post here if you are. <laughs> and it's like, I, so I guess he's not that big. I don't know. Hey, it's not the size of the bat. It's how many times you can get up to the plate. Yes. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I may have just alienated myself on that one, but that's all I'm going to say. Speaking of that, uh, why don't we get into the predictions for Fastlane, because that's a pay-per-view that we're all getting ready we to see. We are the Fastlane to yeah. WrestleMania. And all I want to say is this. Every time that you see JBL, you know, they go road to WrestleMania, and he does that smile and that driving car face. Um, every time you see that, you need to burn an orphanage. <laughs> is, that, is that part of a drinking game? Drink? Uh, no, no, it's it's part of just knock it off, JBL. Uh, seven matches on this card. Uh, the pre-show is going to be Miz TV with Paul Heyman as a special guest. That should be entertaining. Uh, first yeah. match is Dolph Ziggler, Eric Roman, and Ryback versus Seth Rollins, Kane, and Big Show. 
faces lose. Yes. Wait, no DQ this time. Clean finish. Who, who's facing who there? What? Uh, it's Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and Ryback versus Seth Rollins, Kane, and Big Show. When did they make Heel this swing. match? Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this was added, I think, yesterday. Huh. Do you think it's going to be a clean finish, Tim, here? No, uh, no DQ. What's going to be a cleanest finish you're going to get between these six guys? I mean, yeah, but I, I bet that Rollins is going to get the win or get the pin with someone. Possibly yeah, well, it's going to be poor Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> what, what has that guy done to Remember deserve all this? He was getting a push. All right. Yeah. Uh, next match, Gold versus Stardust. <sighs> Stardust. Give it to Cody. St- yeah, I give it to Cody. No, Cody's dead. Stardust now. Stardust. <laughs> um. Just for shits and giggles, I'll say Gold Dust. Okay. You gotta have a black sheep somewhere. Uh, Usos. With Naomi versus Tyson Kidd and Cesaro with Natalia. It's a tag team match for the NW for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Uh, the Usos Best win. Best friends forever. The Usos fucking win. Come on. Just, just could fucking bring the Legion of Doom back from the dead and the Usos would still win because just why not? Uh, no, I, th- I think there's going to be a title change here. Uh, I think hopefully you're wrong, but... <laughs> Yeah, I want to. I want to see those. I want to see Cesaro with some tag team gold, baby. I I would love to see them win. I don't think that they will. So I will. Fuck it. I'll go with. Tyson. I mean, the, the Usos. They're too. They are too cocky, motherfuckers. Well, they, they're cocky and they're good, but it's the fact that they're fighting the same teams. You know, for the last two years. It's like, uh, all right, come it's on. Stale. It's, it's getting stale. It, it got stale last year. Uh, yes. Bad I'll, news. I'll stick with Tyson and Cesaro, by the way. Bad news. Barrett versus Dean Ambrose with the title. Barrett retains by DQ. I say Dean Ambrose wins. Uh, I would like to put it this way. I say, Hart Ambrose brain. Barrett. Is that okay, Dan? Uh, yeah, sure. I want. I want to. I want Ambrose to have some. Uh, have some uh, go- some gold around his waist because I again mean, I, lo- I love the guy. I mean he he's he's something special. But maybe it's too soon for an intercontinental push. But maybe at WrestleMania. I think they're gonna wait till Mania. But that's just me personally. I mean, then again, look what they did to the same. It's gonna be a good match. Uh, Nikki Bella versus Paige. Nikki retains because why, be because why not? Shenanigans. They're gonna pull that old switcheroo, you know that. The no, no you can't. <laughs> you cannot pull a switcheroo with the Bella Twins now. One has okay. tits, the other one doesn't. <laughs> they seem to act like that doesn't matter. Look, you look at there is a distinct difference between the fucking two now. You know, when the first two years they were in WWE, yeah, it was kind of hard to tell. Now it's kind of fucking obvious. Mm. It's very fucking obvious. I'm blaming that on Danielson because I think she has forced her to eat. <laughs> she's become a vegan, I think. I don't care what the hell she's become, but Nikki and Brie facially look the same. That's about it. Everything else is different. It's easy to tell. 
do you think this going to be a sort of, sort of a shenanigans? And, I can, and if there's a switch, if they pull Twin Magic, everybody's going to go, one, two, you ain't got right no up. tits. <laughs> DQ, DQ. My son is bigger than you. And he's three years old. Get the fuck out. Nikki wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, Nikki. Sa- sadly. <laughs> Sa- well, yeah. I mean, I would prefer Paige win. Uh, I, I this is I, I want Paige to win, <laughs> but as DM said, it's gonna be something fucking shenanigans. I think Nikki won't gonna win by like a distraction or yeah, it'll be something stupid. It won't be yeah. something, something, something stupid. If it's Twin Magic, that referee is, needs to be fired. Uh, he's gonna be Ray Charles. And his family needs to be shot. <laughs> no, so he can deal with that pain for the rest of his life. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, the winner to face Brock Lesnar for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 31. This will most likely be the main event, because if it's not, it doesn't make any fucking sense. As much as I want Bryan to win with every fiber in my heart, it's going to Roman Reigns, because this is how you legitimize him and how you get the fans off of his fucking back. This is damage control. Or make him angrier, but this is the damage control match. Um, mm. I say there's shenanigans, and I don't know who wins. I think all three will have a match at Mania. It'll be Brock, uh, Ryan, and Roman Reigns. I don't know how it'll happen, but that's what I'm saying. You mean someone would interfere or help the other guy? Or... Something is going to happen that's going to cause there to be another triple threat. All right. Uh, we get Sting and Triple H having a stare down in the middle of the ring. Uh, it's going to be a fight. Sting is going to shove that bat up his ass. Um, that's <laughs> plain and simple. And uh, this will probably be the main event of the fucking show because, heaven forbid, Rusev versus John Cena for the United States Championship. If John Cena wins this match, they've accomplished three things. One, they squashed Rusev. Two, they made the title completely fucking irrelevant. And three, it does nothing for John Cena whatsoever. Rusev, I pray to whatever wrestling god exists, wins. Uh, I hope I... so. By DQ, by count out, by punch out, by pulling his pants down and fucking him in the ass. I don't care. <laughs> Rusev fucking wins. And then the entire wrestling world goes, John Cena can't win anymore. Oh, well, now what is he going to do? Because he can't beat Rusev. Oh, fuck. And then they do something where John Cena makes a wish, and he recharges, and he becomes Superman again, and fucking, um, I don't know, does something, and he becomes four millionth time champion, and never goes fucking heel, and then when, I don't know. That would make Venus very happy. Rusev beating John Cena is going to make the world go, huh. Now he's a made guy. Rusev wins. Uh, I think it'll be through bullshit, but I'm going to stick with Rusev. I don't care. Rusev could bring a fucking spear to the ring and stab him. As long as he gets the victory, that's all I care about. I want my heels to be hated. Yes. Do you think if Cena will get him over, will Rusev then be a made guy? I I don't think he'll be a made guy, but it'll make people go, whoa. He beat Cena. 
Yeah, he will be a main event. Shit. I don't think he's going to be a main eventer, but it'll make people go, whoa, Rusev beat Cena. Holy hmm. shit. Interesting. Like, now who's going to beat him? Maybe Ryback. Well, Ryback never beat Cena, so Ryback can't win, and that's how Ryback will get the U.S. title. That's the direction I think they're going to go. I, I, that's, that's a great direction. I'm well, sure it is. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Cena squashes him in four and a half minutes and then takes the title and goes, I'm going to wipe my ass with it. And then make it Then Fuck you, everybody. Then he'll, then he'll cash the U.S. title in at Mania and beat, um, fucking Lesnar and he can go fight the Green Ranger and shit. <laughs> How about that for an idea? Use the U.S. title to cash in at the main. <laughs> I got the stroke, brother. Yeah, that's the stroke. That's Fastlane. Or at least the prediction heading into Fastlane. That is the reviews of NXT, of Raw, of SmackDown. And that is the news of the week. Uh, very weird week in professional wrestling. It should be interesting. Uh, tomorrow night, Fastlane, with only seven matches on the fucking card. Uh, it's going to be an alright show. By the way, DM, did you know that Styles now is a two-time NW- New Japan World Champion? Yeah, because he beat fucking uh, Tanahashi. Tanahashi so. And Tanahashi, did you know that Tanahashi got busted open on a high spot, oh. diving diving onto the Bullet Club? He, oh, I, I saw the match. I yeah, he's... A little bit shocked that they gave the belt right back to Styles, but again, yeah. give the belt to Styles, go to ROH, Joe's going to be there, I kind of see the writing on the wall, it's booking 101, it, it might work, who knows, but that's going to be our show for this week, thank you everyone for tuning in and checking us a long show tonight, uh, which is awesome, because uh, hopefully I won't get stuck in traffic next week, but we will hear from you next week, as we moan and groan about what they're going to do for WrestleMania, or maybe we'll be fucking happy as to what they're doing for WrestleMania. We don't know. The next 24 hours, we're going to find out for sure whether or not WrestleMania 31 is going to be an epic show, or it's going to be like WrestleMania 27, where we just kind of wish we didn't watch. Other than that... Or if, if you if you were stuck in traffic, Dan, be sure to have Wi-Fi wireless in your car. I that can't you can fucking have. control that. Let me just hold a cell tower on my the top of my truck. <laughs> Just yeah. in case I have Wi-Fi. God damn it, I need to do the show with my boys. Need a goddamn fucking extension cord from Christ for that one. Uh, <laughs> other than that, we will see you all next week. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.